we should seek a church uh, that not on the basis of our experience, not on the basis of subjective feelings, but on the basis of whether that church follows the Bible, honors Christ as he has revealed in the Bible and has the correct understanding of doctrine. Is the Orthodox Church the one true holy apostolic church? Today, we're going to hear from a friend of mine who will answer this question and more. Please stay with us. Hey guys, welcome to this week's Grace and Truth. I'm a grateful gospel-centered disciple of Jesus Christ who struggles yet perseveres, and my name is Dave. I hope and pray that you're doing well. Today we are concluding an interview with my friend and brother, Victorio. Originally broadcasted live on Facebook on November 21st, 2020. Let's return to the original broadcast already in progress. Now, um, I wanted to ask this question about theosis. Um, um, my, uh, a friend of mine who also is a great sister of mine, um, she actually um, did this as a project for school when she was in college. And she was introduced to, a, a pro to something called theosis when she was investigating Eastern Orthodoxy. She did not end up converting. Um, she's actually Reformed Baptist like me. Um, and she mm -hmm. talked about theosis a bit, um, quote, the theology of the EOC focuses much on the deification of a man called and, and theosis. Christ's death on the cross and God's grace enables man to achieve theosis. It is a lifelong process of becoming sanctified, more holy and more like God, or as they say, a God, in quotation marks, although the ultimate goal of theosis cannot be achieved in this life. This process of deification is done by a living by living a holy life and through the partaking of the sacraments in the church. This process requires both divine grace from God and human action, which to which Orthodox theologians refer to this as synergy. Essentially, a man is part of his own salvation. This means this is a means of striving after after God and pursuing union with God through um, fastings, vigils, prayers, alms, and other good works are, which are done in the name of Christ and are means to help us reach that goal, which always remains the same. And um, she quotes um, some other stuff, and she says this, quote, Thus, the pairing of this broken relationship due to sin is restored through deification. Now, I'm going to stop there. Uh, that was from my friend and sister, uh, Nicole Bucciarelli. And I wanted to ask, um, can you confirm that this is what the Eastern Orthodox Church believes on theosis, or do you have anything that you want to add to that? And what is the biblical response to, um, to that? Yeah, that's in general, it's correct. Uh, they wouldn't say you would become uh, God. They would use that term, a God, but they would, they would clarify it and say you would not become uh, God by nature. Um, uh, you, would, you would become like him. Um, so for, first of all, I think the word is, the word, the terminology is wrong. Uh, deification, uh, you know, it's like you're, you're becoming a God, which is wrong. You know, a man can never, can never become God. We can become like him, but never, 
they like him. Um, uh, what what they say is that as Christ united as as a divine person humanity, we as humans can unite divinity through through Him. Uh, so they say that the the union of divinity uh, with man with our nature um, is what deification is, and that's done by the way through works. So I, I would say the, the terminology is wrong. Uh, the way that the way that it's, it's described that we're we're um, sort of becoming God, it, it's it should not be I think used that way. And the the third the third and the most important problem is the works issue that we be, we become like him through works and those works are meritorious. All right. Now, um, I want to ask um, three more questions, and these are more like um, wrap-up questions. Um, in the place where you're at now, um, obviously you have come to know Christ as your Lord and Savior, and um, and we may have people who um, are watching who come from either a Protestant position or an Eastern Orthodox position. From the position where you're at now, do you believe that the Eastern Orthodox Church is the one true holy apostolic church? And please explain your answer. So obviously, yeah, I don't believe that it's the true church. I think it's a it's an organization that is teaching false gospel, um, that is uh, teaching lies. And uh, you are not you're not able to be saved in that organization. You can be saved in spite of it. So if you read the Bible, um, if you read some of the the writings of the fathers, for example, you can be saved in spite of the church. But the way the church presents the gospel presents the way you can be saved. Uh, it's not you are not you will not be saved like that. It's it's a wrong. It's a wrong. Um, system it's a wrong false church so definitely it's not it's not the, the the true apostolic church because the true apostolic church uh will follow the bible will obey the bible now let's say there's somebody here who um is standing firm to the eoc and decides I still want to be a part of it. Or maybe there's somebody who um, is investigating and thinking, you know, I'm, I'm experiencing this wonderful stuff in the Orthodox Church, and I, I'm having this wonderful experience, and um, I really feel drawn to it. Um, what word of encouragement would you have for anybody who is even considering becoming a part of it, whether or not they come from a Christian home or not? Well, uh, I think what... What uh, they may be drawn to it is the liturgy. Uh, the liturgy is pretty flamboyant and, and luxurious and extravagant. Um, they may be drawn to a sense of uh, maybe reverence and awe and humility that um, can be found uh, in the church. But uh, those are not uh, strong motivate motivators of why a person should um, should join a church. You know, we should uh, seek a church uh, that 
uh, not on the basis of or experience, not on the basis of subjective feelings, but on the basis of whether that church follows the Bible, honors Christ as he has been revealed in the Bible. Um, and uh, and has the correct understanding of doctrine. So that first is the objective um, standard that which is the Bible, which we have to test everything in light of it. Every church, every teacher, every priest, every pastor, we have to test in light of the Bible and find the, the a church that closely that is closest to the Bible, Amen. both in theology and practice. Amen. I mean, that's how we, we deal with, with everything in life. You know, if we are drawn with subjective experiences, we, we, we would not go far. We make our decisions on subjective experiences and feelings. Most often we will end up in, in error. Amen. I have one more question, and um, this is more of a personal one. How can we pray for you when it comes to um, your ministry and evangelizing to um, the people who you minister to? Because obviously, um, the mission work that you're doing, which is fantastic, you're you're obviously encountering a lot of um, um, respect responses from it both negative and also some positive as well how can this network this ministry pray for you in your ministry efforts when it comes to um, um to your ministry uh sure so i i work full-time and uh, do missionary part-time missionary work evangelism and and preaching um and uh, so what what you guys can can do is uh Pray that the word of God is honored and the word of God touches people's lives and they and they turn to Christ and be saved. Uh, one, one of the things that we've often prayed is, is uh, God to create thirst for truth, thirst for the Bible, thirst for um, him. In the in the lives and in the hearts of of the Macedonian people, and uh, that that will be um, that will be what I would ask you to do is is if you could pray that that the Lord comes through and uses the word we we say our evangelism efforts and people um, people get saved is is I would say definitely it's a hard ground. Um, to to work at. We've evangelized to many people, maybe thousands and thousands of people, and we've seen only only one person come to Christ so far. So that 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 will be um, our our heart's desire is to see more people turn to the Lord and and be be genuinely saved. Absolutely. Well, we'll definitely pray for you. In fact, um, I'd like to pray for you right now before we uh, wrap up tonight, t today slash tonight's broadcast. Um, Father, help us to use discernment as to what is sound and what is not sound. 
a lot of people um, that we know have been drifting away from from your truth and we ask that you would just use us as believers to be used by you to point them to truth but ultimately that your truth be known to them through your word and your word alone thank you for victorio and his ministry and his heart for the gospel as well as his story as how you have worked through him bringing him from where he was to where he is now lord would you continue to use him to minister to the people that he ministers to in his home country and that ultimately you would um that you that you would use him to to be used to make a difference in other people's lives thank you for this time where we get to talk and to hear from him as well lord we love you and we thank you that you are still with us in jesus name amen amen thank you very much for the prayer absolutely victorio antonovsky thank you so much yeah pleasure absolutely god bless you thanks for listening you can contact me at my website chewmadenew.com or you can call me at 510-516-CHEW that's 510-516-2439 or you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram until next time, peace out and God bless Cinco's! <laughs>